A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Friday, the 27th of November. We're in Joshua chapter 24, the last chapter of Joshua, and I'm going briefly to recap what we've covered so far. It contains, we might say, the culminating message about discipleship. You remember that Joshua falls into two halves. The first 12 chapters cover the conquest. That is uh, the clear work of God, which is fulfilled in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the second 12 chapters address the occupation or the settlement. That's a picture of discipleship. And we've been looking at discipleship uh, last week. We looked in chapter 23 at the key to lifelong discipleship, fighting that battle every day, is loving God through receiving the word of God and rejecting the way of the world, not allowing the two things to be brought together, not changing the word of God to comply with the way of the world, which, of course, the false church, uh, Satan's agent, is continually doing. And now we see that Joshua has gathered all Israel at Shechem. This is a place uh, historically uh, of confrontation and commitment, a place of real significance in central uh, Canaan. And we began in verses 2 to 13 of a great statement by God himself speaking through Joshua of his sovereignty in salvation, giving the entire history of Israel up to that point, how he plucked Abraham out of idolatry, how he unconditionally chose Abraham and led him to the promised land, how he delivered the Israelites um, from uh, slavery in Egypt and brought them out, how he kept them when they wandered in the wilderness, how they, how he gave them victory in the Transjordan battles, and how he blessed them in the conquest, uh, winning Canaan for them, and how now they find themselves in a land uh, they have done nothing to labor in, in cities they haven't built, and in vineyards and olive orchards enjoying their fruits uh, that they did not plant. So it's an epic picture of the sovereignty of God who single-handedly had brought his people to this point. And then Joshua says in verses 14 and 15 this, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your fathers served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So what we saw there is Joshua's call in uh, verse 15 to choose this day whom you will serve. Now we're not meant to understand that the sovereignty of God is overtaken by that call to human responsibility. We saw uh, last time that uh, anyone can only ever choose God through the power that God himself supplies. Nevertheless, it is presented there as a human responsibility so that we would take it seriously, so that we would see that that is the obligation we have 
if we are God's people, to choose God against the world. To choose God and not the world, and not to think we can have both. To think we have both is, in effect, not to make a choice, and it is to walk on the road to disaster. And there are so many examples of that, aren't there? In the Bible, in church history, and sadly, doubtless in many of our own experiences of those we know who have made professions of Christian faith and since fallen away. But I want briefly to look at the urgency of the statement that Joshua makes. Choose this day whom you will serve. He says, this day. I can remember years ago, I think I quoted this story in the sermon I preached last Sunday, where we were with another family and there were quite a large group of us and we were crossing the road in uh, quite a busy uh, place and we suddenly stopped in the road because somebody said, well, I'm not sure we need to be crossing this road. So we all stopped and had a sort of conference in the middle of the road. And uh, one of the teenage uh, members of the opposite family said, look, uh, th their patience broke. They said, look what you're doing. You're standing in the middle of the road. Make a decision. Go to one side or the other. And that's really what Joshua is saying uh, here. He's saying, choose this day. He's saying there's no middle position. Get real. It's God or the world. You can't stand in the middle of the road. That's the most dangerous place to be. And if you think you can have both, you can have God and the world, all that means is that you've chosen the world and you've rejected the word of God. Do you remember chapter 23? Receive the word of God, reject the way of the world. Those two must go together. You cannot receive the word of God and receive the way of the world. You cannot reconcile those things. We will only persevere in discipleship if we receive the word of God and reject the way of the world. So, it is an urgent thing. The question we're now faced with is how do we choose God? How do we commit ourselves in that way. And this brings us to a loving and valuable practical lesson that furnishes us with the key to discipleship. And we're going to look at this tomorrow. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this uh, practical and vital and urgent message to not only every believer, but every single person who hears it to choose this day whom they will serve. We pray that those listening, that we would all choose you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.